We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right. Welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. Brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. Today, we're not talking about a, a particular movie. Kind of taking a week off from that uh, to, to pull the curtain back. Pretty much just scheduling things. Uh, couldn't couldn't lock down a, a normal episode. So doing a, a couple different top five lists. I've done this in the past. This is kind of a, a thing I'm bringing back. But I put out a call to our Big Screen Sports Patreon group. Hit me with some top fives, movie-related, sports movie-related, whatever it might be. Hit me with some top five lists, some some fun things to break down. Um, so for the first one, I have a, a guy that I have I've loved podcasting with in the past on his show, uh, Danny Weiser from the Rank Kings. He and I, to start this episode, are going to be breaking down a list. One of his suggestions going to be going over that. I highly encourage everyone, if you enjoy listening to Danny on this show, Go check out the rankings. I think I was on their most recent episode. Uh, we were ranking things that are not crimes but should be crimes. Those guys do an incredible job. I was glad to finally get Danny on Big Screen Sports, so you hear more from him in a second. But I do, speaking of the Patreon group, want to shout out a new patron. Shout out to Dish for joining up. And I also want to shout out our big chill producer level patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Trish, Chris Mykoski, Andrew Teagle, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Jason Alba, Stephen DeBow, and Classic Stadium Fire. Big thanks to them and all of the patrons for supporting this show. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash big screen sports. You can vote on movies for the show to cover. We have two polls up right now. For movies in November, you get schedule updates, you get ad-free episodes, you get merch, uh, you get to participate in episodes like this. I took suggestions for what this episode was going to be uh, based on the patrons. I'm get, turning over uh, scheduling and, and what this show wants to cover a lot to the patrons. So there, there's some stuff for me, a lot for them. It's a good mix, so uh, appreciate them supporting the show and, and definitely want to give the supporters of the show the, the directional things and where this is going to go. So, like I said, uh, today we're doing some top five lists. This first one, Danny suggested this. Again, Danny, 
go check out the rankings, everybody. Danny and Ty, they they both do great work. Uh, but Danny suggested this one: movies that aren't sports movies, but are actually sports movies. So that ties into something that we've been talking about in the show for the longest amount of time of, you know, and, and this is, we've gotten into, you know, we, we did an episode recently in Armageddon and really, you know, everything's a sports movie. This is the podcast where all movies are sports movies, but Danny suggests what are the top five of those of movies that are not really sports movies, but are, are kind of sports movies. And I, I'm not going to reveal our list here, but we kind of, went at it different ways. I think Danny did it a little better actually, um, which I'll, I'll credit to him. It was his question. He should have done it better, but um, I, I took it a, a couple different ways, but I guess without further ado, let's kick it to me and Danny. We do about the first 20 minutes of this episode. And then on the back half, answering a few more uh, really good top fives from some of our patrons. So here's me and Danny Weiser from the rankings. All right, joining me to test the notion that all movies are sports movies. He's the co-host of one of my favorite podcasts, The Rankings. He's a patron of this fine program, Danny Weiser. Danny, how you doing, man? Good, buddy. What's up? Ah, oh, man, I'm I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that we're doing this. Uh, probably been a long time coming for you to, you to come on the show and talk. You've been a, a faithful listener to the show. The Rankings is is one of my favorite shows. I love every time you guys ask me on. Tell the folks about it. What is The Rankings? Yeah, it's me and me and my buddy Ty, and it's we just rank stuff. Like there's there's not a whole lot to it. We just whatever random topic that we can think of, or uh, that one of our friends shoots us a text and can think of for us to rank. Uh, we do it. We just do top ten lists. We bring on a friend to judge. You've been on a few episodes. I brought you in for uh, baseball movies, which baseball makes movies. makes perfect sense. Uh, and then somehow you kind of became our crime guy. Uh, and so you have done two, and we're about to do a third crime-related episode out of nowhere. Also makes perfect sense. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you guys, it's it's one of my it's it's I say it like I tell my wife this like it's the best idea ever for a podcast. It's it's great. It's great. Everyone go check it out. Um, and so it it makes sense. The reason why you're here talking to me today, um, why why you're a good guest for this. Uh, I put out a call. This is going to be. This was going to be more of a solo episode. Danny and I are going to kick it off here for the first. You know, the the first topic essentially. Put out a call to the uh, the patrons for top. You know, we've done some top five lists on this show before. Had Jeff Perlman on recently talking top five news movies. Put out a call for listener questions or top five list. And Danny actually hit me with one that I I really liked, and it, it would would do with some good some back and forth. Because it was, I think there's a couple different ways to take this. We're going to talk about the top five sports movies that aren't actually sports movies. Our our respective mm-hmm. list. Before we jump into, how did you how did you go about this and formulate your list? Like, what are you qualifying here as eligible? Yeah, so I'm I'm going with movies that when you're trying to assign them a genre, sports can't be one of those. Okay. Like they're very clearly not labeled as sports movies, but that definitely have sports related elements to them. Okay. I did a mix. I did movies that there there a couple that are absolutely not sports movies but have mm-hmm. iconic sports moments. And then I did a couple that get thrown into the sports movie genre, but actually are really not sports movies. Okay. So cool. so we should have it. It should have a nice mix. I gotta think we're gonna overlap on at least one. But we didn't we didn't exchange lists beforehand. We're going in totally blind with this. So it it's it's all gonna be up to interpretation. So what is your? Let's go descending. What is your number five? 
my number five, I'm going with maybe the oldest. If anybody that's listening to this has ever listened to my show, you know I'm not an old movie guy. Basically, like pre 2000 probably haven't seen it probably never gonna you can't make me i don't care what you say um this is one of the super old movies that i have seen do love it's seven samurai from 1954 okay uh, i have a- not seen seven samurai so you're gonna have to walk me through although i i would like to think that people fighting with swords which i assume happens yes. in seven samurai that is a sport yeah, uh, it's from 1954, stars Toshiro Mifune, maybe the greatest Japanese actor of all time. This movie has so many sports elements, it's ridiculous. The plot is that this wandering samurai is asked to help save a village from these raiders that keep attacking it. He has to recruit a team of samurai to help him and train the villagers. So basically, it's got a coach. It's got recruitment scenes. There are training montage scenes. Um, it's got practice scenes where they're teaching these villagers how to fight. And there's a big fight at the end, which is basically the big game that the whole movie has been leading to. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's iconic. It's absolutely a sports movie. It's not a sports movie. Yeah, that is that is sports. Um, yeah. That is that is 100% uh, sports. Um, I, I love that pick. It's kind of in the same way that heists are sports, like crimes in yeah. general, sports. Um, oh, that's coming up later on my list oh, for sure. Yeah, can't can't wait, can't wait. Yeah, because I mean, because that's something we've we've gotten into a lot on the show. Of it, at first, when I was kind of dipping my toe in the water of this is actually a sports, and before I went full into eh, hey, everything's a sports movie. We're talking mm-hmm. about anything. There are certain movies with aspects like that and team aspects or solo aspects. I went a different direction for my number five in that a movie that gets thrown into like is considered a sports movie is a movie I really like, but really is not a sports movie. And that is fever pitch. Fever pitch is a fever pitch is a hundred percent a rom-com. It is really, is really not a sports movie. Um, it had, cause the, the, what I look with fever pitch is the obsession. Jimmy Fallon's obsession could have been with anything. It is Mm -hmm. funny. That is with the Red Sox and in the, the, the original that it's, it's like soccer, but it's, it's really not. If we're doing this, it is. There are there are sports movies that are rom- like have big romantic subplots, like Bull Durham. But I would say Bull Durham is absolutely a sports movie. Like right. minor league baseball is like integral to the plot. Fever Pitch is just. It's it's really not. It's it's yeah. really not. There there are non sports movies, and like I'm sure you'll go over your with your list. There are non sports movies that are more sports than than fever pitch like more traditional yeah. sports movies there's a movie that i feel similarly about that was on my original list before i decided on these like specific i have to give myself rules or else i it's impossible for me to make a list so before i had these specific rules i had a movie just like that i'm excited to see if it's on your list if not i'll mention it at the end Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I was I was struggling to figure out how I was going to do this list. Was I going to go? I, I avoided I avoided crimes, um, which yeah. is which is which is big for me, because um, like I would consider if we're just throwing out like great mo- like heat, I consider like heat mm-hmm. is a sports movie. I, I, I keep, you know, leading on things like that. But um, I, I, yeah, I have a nice mix. So what is your number four? Yeah, speaking of crime-related movies that aren't sports movies, it's a movie you covered uh, on this show. It's Speed. Oh, oh yeah, brother. Starring <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. First of all, perfect action movie. One of the best action movies, just pure action movies of all time. I'll, st- I'll die on that hill. 
Um, it's also definitely probably kind of a sports movie. It's got obvious NASCAR elements. They're driving a bus as fast as they can and taking sharp turns, and uh, that's obvious. Keanu Reeves and Dennis Hopper just competing with each other the whole movie, which competition inherently sports. Um, at one point, he's on his back on a board rolling underneath the bus, which I'm like 80% sure that's what Luge is. I don't, I don't ro- totally know what Luge is. It's probably about that. Yeah, it's like Luge or Skeleton or something like that, one of those. Yeah. So definite not a sports, but also a sports movie, and one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, I mean, not much, not much more needs to be said. As I did two hour show on that. Um, one of okay. my favorite episodes of this show, by the way. Well, number right. four, number four. This this is actually very fitting. Uh, number four for me. This is a, this is a movie that I think I've mentioned quite a few times on the show, but haven't actually done an episode. It's Unstoppable, which is an incredible movie. And I don't know this one. What? I don't dude, think I know oh, this. dude, that's that's your next. So Adding this it is to the watch list. Yeah, so it's Denzel, Chris Pine, Tony Scott's final film. Uh, they're they're stopping a runaway train, but it is essentially they're engaging in a game with this train. And so oh, it's yeah, it's, yeah, not no, a, it's not a it's not a crime it's not a crime movie, but it is an action. Uh, this movie is all time, like all all time good. You you have to. I mean, it's so up your alley. You it's unbelievable. On my watch list now. We'll be watching this week. Yeah, it's at some point doing an unstoppable episode, like sooner or later. But so I'm not going to give anything away. But it is just it's it's one of those like um, I love like a moving vehicle movie or like a, a set location. Like they're mm-hmm. they're on this train for 99 percent of the movie, and it's yeah, it, it's well paced, just an excellent movie. But like the, it's a it's a, essentially a, a game against this this runaway train. So it's absolutely a sports movie. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Sounds okay. like very much my thing. Okay. What is your number three? All right. My number three is School of Rock from oh, 2003. Yeah. yeah another Sorry, another episode. Black. Me and Shubes on that one. Yeah. So good. Uh, there are so many, like a stupid amount of sports elements in this not sports movie. He's got to recruit a team. He's got to coach them. There are practices. There are training montages. There's a big competition at the end. These are all inherently sports movie elements, but still it's a movie about a bunch of kids that start a band with their teacher. I think this is a perfect A1 example of what I was trying to do with my list, which of a sports movie that's not a sports movie. Yeah, that it has all the tropes. Um, every, every single sports movie trope. Like It is, it is perfect. It is, it is down to a T. Um, that's, mm-hmm. that's a great, great pick. My number three, again, kind of zags into the is a good movie that gets called a sports movie that is not actually a sports movie. That is Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Again, Jerry Maguire could be about anything. He could be a marketing exec. He could be a finance guy. But it is it it is about a guy who so it does it doesn't even have like traditional sports movie elements, but it's more it gets it gets thrown into it because of the Rod Tidwell thing. But if he was a stock guy who realized that like his industry is uh, suffers from a lack of morals, as Jerry does with with uh, sports agent and in his work, it could be the exact same movie. You it's a yep. plug it's a plug and play thing, and he has like one client that he's you know betting on to get big. So that that's where I that's where I zagged with that. So I'm I'm doing a real like roller coaster of what what I'm actually yeah. doing my list. But like great movie, you know I I've covered it on the show. It's probably one I'm gonna want to redo, um, but is actually not a sports movie. Yeah, for sure. I'm also going on. It's almost thirty years now of me having Kushlash, Kushlash, <laughs> just stuck in my head, just on repeat for some reason. 
Jerry O'Connell, okay. and then uh, Bo Bo Bridges as the yeah. just the shittiest like the shittiest dad that my handshake is my, <laughs> what is it? my word is oak or whatever my word is stronger Sh- noak stronger yeah. noak <laughs> stronger noak oh, God. what a good movie yeah okay uh, my number two is Baby Driver oh seventeen starring Ansel Elgort Lily James. Uh, sketchy cast aside, this movie rules. This it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's been well established that robbing banks is a sport. Yeah, on oh, this show especially, you've talked sure. a ton. Yeah, um, the obvious car racing elements. He's fast and furious, Tokyo drifting for like half of this movie, which is super a sport. This is all timer of a sports movie. It's not a sports movie. Easy pick for me. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, Baby Driver is so much fun. Like it, it rules, is, man. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Like not again, not a whole lot you could say about that. Like Baby Driver kicks ass. Um, it's it's so rewatchable too because every time I watch it, I pick up on another little like silly but kind of awesome thing that Edgar Wright did while making it. Just like a lot of the music cues that are pretty subtle that you sometimes miss, or like I didn't realize until like my fifth time watching it that pretty much every line of dialogue that the main character says is something he heard someone else say prior in the movie. <laughs> which kind of blew my mind as I was watching it. I probably should have picked up on it earlier, but uh, yeah, Baby Driver rules, obvious sports element, definitely not a sports movie though. That is one of the ones that, I mean, I, I don't want to, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Like it, Kevin Spacey is a bummer. Yeah. Like the things he did are heinous. Mm-hmm. It is a bummer because he is excellent in yeah. so much. I love Same him page. in so many, so many movies. Yeah. The cast, like, Ansel Elgort, Kevin Spacey, sketchy dudes, whatever. If you just look at it like acting talent, this cast is kind of perfect. Yeah, it's uh, man, that's that's an absolute banger, absolute banger. Okay, that was your number two. Yes. Okay, my la- my my number two is it's another. This is my last. It's a it's considered a sports movie, but it's not actually a sports movie, but it's a really good movie. That is Love and Basketball. Ooh, love and basketball. God, I love love and basketball. I so love much. it too, and the basketball actually doesn't matter. It's the thing that mm-hmm. bonds them, but the basketball doesn't doesn't matter at all. There's not a single game that you're concerned about, and it's not really about like the the sport. Besides, just the the bond. Again, it could be replaced with something else. I love that movie, and that's why it's on my list. But it was one of the um, I, I thought about sports movies that are really like rom coms, like sports with romantic subplots are the, the ones that, that get thrown into that bucket quickly mm-hmm. and love and basketball while even having basketball in the title is truly like, it's a, it's a relationship chronicle and it's, it's a, it's a look into growing up, which mm-hmm. is, which is really interesting. Like that movie is, that movie is fire. That movie is so good, but that is, yeah. uh, yeah, that, that is my number two. Yeah. Easy five stars for me. What a good movie. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Okay, hit me with your number one. Should not be surprising, given the amount that you and I just randomly in DMs have talked about this movie, the amount of coverage that you've given on this podcast for this movie. It's Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick is... 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise, Glenn Powell, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly. This is maybe the greatest movie of all time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's, high up there. It's like... This is a movie, man. Like yeah. that is that is moving pictures. That is why they build the theaters. That one. 
Yeah, I started saying that this is maybe the greatest movie of all time kind of as a joke, and then it slowly became not a joke, and I genuinely, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, not a sports movie in that it's about a legendary fighter pilot, twilight of his career, passing the baton on the next generation of talented pilots. Not not a sports movie, but it also absolutely is a sports movie in that there are tryouts, there's game planning, they're basically racing the whole movie, there's dogfighting, which is probably the coolest sport of all time. Yeah. There are multiple incredible inspirations coach speeches which are maybe the most important part of a sports movie this is as good as sports movies that aren't sports movies and also just kind of as good as movies get and mm. easy number one instant choice for me yeah that's i i can't argue with that um okay my number one has won an iconic sports scene one of the mm -hmm. best actual sports scenes ever put on film it has like you said it has game planning it has it has a clear opponent that needs to be defeated. Okay. It has, it has a team. It has a strong team. And then that team suffers some fractures and needs to be put back together. That movie is wedding crashers. <laughs> oh my God. What a good thing. <laughs> wedding crashers is as absolutely a sports movie because you think just the football scene alone is like, yeah, it's fantastic. It but yeah, it's, it's a, they got a game plan. They got a strong team. They have team chemistry. Um, you could argue that the divorce mediation in the beginning, the divorce mediation is a sport. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a great sports scene. That's a little back and that's some tennis, a little back and forth there. Yeah. Got crab cakes and football. It's what Maryland does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's Man, what one. a good pick. Yeah. God, that, that's pick. one. It's, it's a miracle that hasn't been covered on the show yet. I guess after, after super bad, I mean, so what, what are our honorable mentions there? Super bad could be, I mean, we covered on the show as an answer. Super bad. Um, yeah. you know, that you're trying to get to the championship game was super bad. Yeah. There's just different, different games along the way, different ups and downs for the team. Um, what are some other honorable mentions? I had a couple, uh, that didn't fit this theme, but fit an older theme I was working on hot rod. Oh, yeah. uh, that's well, another I one. Mean, could, listen, could have been about anything. Like yeah, didn't have to true. be about, didn't have to be about him being a stunt guy. That was just sort of a medium for the writing and comedic performances. Um, so sports movie didn't have to be a sports movie. Incredible. Um, everybody wants them. Uh, so I thought about this, mm -hmm. but last year I spent so much time arguing how important baseball is to that movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. I, I think with the way I was looking at it is like, there's just the one actual baseball one. scene. Um, it's not, it's not about specifically baseball. It's about baseball players. And so baseball is super important in that baseball players are such a specific kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. that movie that movie captures that very specific type of weird perfectly. Um, but if you take that out of it, like you could have even removed that one baseball scene from the movie and it's still just as good of a movie. So For you sure. didn't need the actual sport, but you it is still important. So that's it was a weird kind of like Yes, it's a sports movie. It's not totally about a sports movie, but yeah, that was on my list for a bit. Yeah. Um, I tried to shoehorn the social network in there somehow, mm -hmm. um, mainly on the strength of the like the rowing scene, which is yeah. one just fantastic. And then, um, you know, again, it's like the slow build of a team. But um, yeah, that, that one wasn't there for me. You saying Top Gun Maverick made me think of instantly Star Wars, A New Hope. Like mm -hmm. that's that very sports movie ish the you know, yeah. very similar final run in there for, uh, for star Wars as in top gun Maverick, not to 
spoil it for anybody who has <laughs> who hasn't seen both Star Wars and Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many that you're. I think the ones. Um, like School of Rock, the ones we've covered, Pitch Perfect, same thing. Like yeah. Pitch Perfect is kind of the mirror of, school, sports, of school of Rock. Absolutely, sports movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's a great genre. It is also why I love that I've transitioned the show into all movies are sports movies because there's it's elements of there's elements of sport and sports movies in almost every single movie there is. Um, it's one of my favorite bits that you've started on this show is trying to connect not sports movies with sports elements. It's very good. Casablanca sports movie because fighting the Nazis is a sport. Listen, I've never seen Casablanca. I can't imagine a world that I ever do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, like, I, I'm telling you, it's worth it. Like okay. you'll 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 watch it and you'll be like, oh, I get it. I All I, right, I'll take I get it. it. <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah, man, this was this was great. This was a great category suggestion. I'm gonna yeah. have to. Yeah, we're gonna need to do this again in the future. Uh, tell Let the folks know. again where they can follow you, where they can check out the rankings. Yeah, pretty much anywhere that has podcasts. You can just search the Rank Kings podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram at Rank Kings Pod. There's a double K in the middle. It's Rank Kings. Um, check out our show. Listen to the ones that Kyle's been on. They're very good. Go check them out. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Everyone go check that out. Uh, we're going to take a quick ad break, and then I'll be back with some more top fives. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, and we're back. Uh, big thanks to Danny for stopping by. Hope everyone enjoyed Danny, enjoyed that conversation, and appreciated Danny for being on the show because now you're stuck with with just me uh, from here on out. So getting into, uh, I put out the call for like listener questions or top fives or, or something that the, the patrons would want to do. And so I pulled a couple of my favorites, um, some ones that uh, we haven't talked about on the past, at least I think some of these may be a, may be a repeat. But um, yeah, w- wanted to just pull a couple good ones. And then I have actually ones that I'm not using. I've actually like stashed the post. I've, I've, uh, I've basically put them in a put them in a uh, in a word doc and i, I want to come back to these on a maybe a rainy day or some sometime when we don't have an episode but a lot of great ones um you know like ones i'm not not doing today but just want to shout out like uh danny did you know top five fictional athletes uh shout out dan mcfall uh top five stealing stuff movies which i i might want to dedicate an entire episode to that bring on a guest for that one i, I don't want to burn this one on a solo one um, I, w- I want to shout out Patty Houlihan, who said, 
uh, or submitted top five potential soccer historical events you could uh, see being made into films. That's a great one. The big drawback with that is uh, I am not sure I can name five historical soccer events that at least would make sense to anyone or like be worth making a movie about. Like I remember Landon Donovan had that exciting World Cup goal against I think like Ghana or something like that. Um, that was tight. Uh, you know, I could see them making a a movie about I can't remember what it was, but I know there's a documentary about it. But essentially, the, there was a riot at a uh, at a Premier League stadium in like the 80s or something like that that was very tragic. So something like that, I could definitely see uh, see turning it. But th- that's about all I got. Um, I, I Patty, I I know you're gonna listen. Uh, at least I hope. Um, you know, shoot shoot me a DM. What are, what would be good ones? I, I would love to know that. Um, but there's, there's a couple, uh, couple really good ones. Um, you know, so, uh, big thanks to all the patrons for participating and, and sending these in and we will get to all these at some point. Before I jump directly into the top fives, I do want to shout out this, this beautiful question and idea by, uh, my guy, Ryan Yeager it says Aaron Sorkin shoots you a message. He says he's writing a prequel to Moneyball about the late eighties, early nineties A's called juiced. I'll just stop right there and say that I would pay $150 of American dollars uh, for this movie to come out now-ish. So, uh, yeah, that, that'd be perfection. But anyways, he says, what event do you use as a climax in the movie? A's winning the title in 89, a montage of the 98 home run chase, a social network style jump back and forth of questioning at the 05 congressional hearings. So I think... Just for structurally in the movie, I like the social network style jump back and forth of questioning the most. I think that would make the the coolest movie. Um, a montage of the '98 home run chase would be sick. Uh, I, that's that's really it because it's kind of that's where the '98 home run chase. Like while McGuire and Sosa or McGuire and Canseco met up with those A's teams, the culmination of, I, I would say the culmination of the steroid era was really the 98 home run chase. Um, you know, the, obviously after you get the, the bonds year with Luis Gonzalez, so popping like 57 home runs and stuff like that. But, um, that, that's what people go back to. So that would, that would be cool. But the, I mean, this movie would be amazing. Uh, he ends it with a really unanswerable question. Uh, he Sorkin also says he wants to do casseroles of Conseco McGuire, Ricky Henderson, Dennis Eckersley, Dave Stewart, Tony LaRussa, one to three Oakland training staff members and Sosa. That's insanely difficult because those are all it has to be incredibly like physical performances with that. I feel like you'd, you'd want to go get a bunch of ex minor league baseball players, but ones that are kind of no names and go from there. Like guys who could put on some muscle. Cause I like, can say McGuire huge. Um, so, you know, ideally maybe like uh, Chris Hemsworth, but you know, I'd be very surprised if Chris Hemsworth had ever swung a baseball bat. So I, I would get I would I would go no names for that. Uh, same with Ricky Henderson. Um, you know that that that's what I would do. I would rather just see the athletes and see them. They, they can find some guys who can do that. Aaron Sorkin can do it, but that would be amazing. So I just I just wanted to touch on that. I didn't have a super great answer for it, but I wanted to touch on what a great question that was and how much I would want to see this movie. So the first top five we're gonna do is. Uh, 
from my guy Aaron Figueroa, patron number one, first guy to to uh, to sign up for this patronage, and he's stuck with us the whole way. He's a producer. Is top five movie QBs, and he gave his own list. I think we've done a variation of this at some point on the show, but haven't done this exact list. So he gave his own list. Uh, he number five, John Moxon, that is from uh, Varsity Blues. Number four, Lance Harbor, also from Varsity Blues. Number three, Cap Rooney, that is from uh, the long or not the Longest Yard, uh, any given Sunday. Number two, Paul Crew. That is from The Longest Yard. He didn't specify which Paul Crew, if he's taken uh, Reynolds or Sandler. And then number one, Shane Falco from The Replacements. Now, uh, those, those are all movies that I like quite a bit. I made my own list. I, I went off. Uh, I was trying to figure out how to do this, and I kind of wanted to go off a mix of characters I enjoy, but also really good at their job. So I have number five, Lance Harbour. Uh, also on Aaron's list from from Varsity Blues, and we forget John Mox and Vanderbeek gets all the shine. Uh, we you know we forget about Paul Walker blowing his knee out early in that movie. But Lance was committed to Florida State, and th- that movie came out I believe in '99. Don't have it in front of me. Florida State wins a natty. They won they won the the 2000 natty January 4th, 2000. They win a natty with with Chris Winkie quarterback. Why do I remember that? Because they were playing my beloved Virginia Tech Hokies. And uh, Chris Chris Winkie was like 28 years old. Chris Winkie, Peter Warwick, I held held a grudge against him for a long time. So Lance Harbor was going to be the successor to that before he shredded his knee. And we're supposed to believe that a uh, happy ending is is him finding his true calling as a high school football coach. That's a uh, it's a tough sell. Number four, Paul Crew. And now I am going to go with the Sandler Paul Crew from The Longest Yard. More because I saw that version of the longest yard first. Sandler is my guy. I think he is. Sandler is a sneaky good athlete. I think he's sneaky good in that movie. The thing that works against Sandler as a movie quarterback is his stature. Sandler's not a big dude. It is hard to make him look big on screen. Uh, Crew had a little bit of mobility in that game, but you got to imagine against it's it's different against NFL players than it is uh, you know prisoners or prison guards. But uh, that that version of Paul Crew, I believe they say he's an all pro. So that's that's good enough for me. Number three, and this is uh, preference, and this is also what the guy looks like on screen, is Ronnie Sunshine Bass from Remember the Titans. Because Kip Pardue looked the part. He was stocky, that, that throwing motion, he could really whip it. It was mobile, uh, mobile, agile, hostile, uh, I believe. And... Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm as far as movie quarterbacks that really looked the part, that looked good. I understand he was playing high school football, and I think he played like small college football or, or whatever. That's what they tell us. He looks really good. He's he's one of the better looking. You could have, uh, you know, not to give away another part of my list, but you he could have played Shane Falco. Is from a physical standpoint and looked really good. They're both left handed. Um, my number two is Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman was Lamar before Lamar. Uh, Jamie Foxx, real, real breakout performance there. Um, man, any given Sunday, this movie is way overdue on the show to not be covered. One of the all-time great movie speeches. And then number one, same same with Aaron Shane Falco. Just one of my favorite sports movie characters ever. One, I love the trope. Love that movie. It's funny, the movie's so anti-labor, and I still, I still just love it so much. Uh, we're just rooting for a bunch of scabs and rooting for Keanu and Shane Falco and it's it's a beautiful beautiful movie beautiful ending that that last play uh and, and Keanu he's got the the quarterback thing the commanding presence in the huddle the guys trust him and, and they make that a big part of the movie but it's just one of my favorite characters ever so that's why I'm going with Shane Falco at number one 
Okay, on to our next top five. This one's sent in from Dan McFall. Dan sent in a few good ones, but this is my favorite one. This is another one that I'm going to do this now. My answers might also change at some point, and we might also dedicate a full episode of this. These are all... So the thing, the top five he gave us, top five road trip movies. Everything I'm going to talk about, everything I'm going to list is a movie I would love to do on this show. Um, what what a what a category of movie. It's kind of a band getting back together movie because you got to group in whoever is doing the road trip. Some of these are big group movies too. Love a big group movie. Um, but so my honorable mentions are the classic planes, trains, and automobiles, kind of the road trip from hell, Steve Martin, John Candy, uh, rest in peace, John Candy. Uh, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers is also a classic. I don't know when the last time you, as a listener, have seen Blues Brothers. It is very long. Very long. I like road trip movies that have a lot of pace, you know, kind of like when you're driving. Blues Brothers is very long. Incredible musical set pieces, obviously, but, but great stuff. And then Borat. Borat's a road trip movie. Borat is one of probably the hardest I've laughed in a theater, I think. Um, Borat... Maybe the end of Sausage Party. Maybe the first time I saw Anchorman. One of those. Um, my number five top five road trip movie is is Road Trip. Um, I will say I have not seen Road Trip. I think since I was a teenager, maybe my early twenties. Road Trip has likely, in fact, almost one hundred percent aged terribly. I'm just very partial to it. It's like American Pie. It's just something I saw when I was young or when I was a teenager. Really loved it. Uh, that's you know, remember when Breckenmeyer was a, was a thing? We we loved Breckenmeyer, our affable like good guy lead uh, or good ish guy. Um, Tom Green also a thing in this movie. Uh, th- this one was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, Sean William Scott doing Sean William Scott things before uh, before Goon, but yeah, re- really good one. Number four for me is gonna be a little two man road trip action. That is Dumb and Dumber, just a great road trip movie. This is one that I, I obviously didn't see in the theaters. I think this came out in 94. I was three. But Dumb and Dumber's great road trip stuff. The uh, culminating, really, the, the road trip ends culminating in the uh, the little mini motorcycle. Uh, I believe it is, is it Harry? Harry pisses on Lloyd's back and sticks to him. It's the end of the perfect road trip movie. Just great, great stuff. My number three is really the opposite vibe of Dumb and Dumber. I consider Almost Famous a road trip movie. Not not road trip in the particular sense, but it is they're bouncing from city to city. They're in the bus. One of our, I think it can qualify as a road trip movie. Is one of the best scenes in the movie happens in a bus, the the tiny dancer scene. So I think that that is what would would put Almost Famous up there. One of my favorite movies, actually. In retrospect, I should have switched Almost Famous with my number two. My number two is Little Miss Sunshine. I, Almost Famous is one of my favorite movies ever. Little Miss Sunshine is a very good movie. I'm not sure why I had it at number two. Probably a typo there, but uh, Little Miss Sunshine is still very good. Uh, excellent cast. I, th- I think, man, did I? I think we talked about it when I did Argo with Brian Gill. We mentioned I really need to revisit Little Miss Sunshine. Really, really good stuff. I think the guys over at Mad About Movies did an episode on it recently, so that that's why. So go go check that one out. Um, young Paul Dano, Steve Carell, Greg Kinnear, Tony Collette. Uh, great, great, great stuff. Good road trip, like black comedy. Alan Arkin. That's a, that's another reason. Alan Arkin. Uh, we talked about that with Argo. He, I believe, he wins an Oscar in that movie. One of my favorites. And then my number one road trip movie is uh, is Mad Max Fury Road. Not your not your traditional road trip movie. They're not uh, they're not driving a van. They're not stopping at roadside motels. But uh, Fury Road. It's even got road in the title. 
good book on there with with Road Trip and, and Mad Max Fury Road. So uh, yeah, just if you haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road, that is just the banger of all bangers. Perfect movie, perfect theater experience. If anyone, if if you live in Texas and a theater near you is showing Mad Max Fury Road, call me. I would like to go. I would like to screen it. I think we're gonna wrap with one more top five. Uh, because one, it's late at night when I'm recording this. Need to need to wrap it. Uh, two, we're we're coming up on I believe 40 minutes in this episode, and that is that is just way too long for you folks to listen to just my voice for for this long. Again, a huge thanks to to Danny Weiser for joining me for the first part of this episode. Could not have could not have gotten this off the ground without him, and I, I think everyone will agree that it makes it better. But my last top five, uh, this one, great great suggestion from Zachary Shelton. The top five sports movies everyone should see at least once. And if you are listening this far, especially if you're a patron, go back and comment on this post. I would want to know what yours are because I'm I'm very interested. I think this is a really, this was a chance to think kind of deep. Like if I was, you know, like if I was going to tell this to my son, like these are the five movies you need to see. These are what makes sports movies. Uh, some honorable mentions just off the top of my head once I thought about it. I thought about Rocky as a sports movie, just like the understanding of, of what really spurred this, this this genre into its modern age or into, you know, the modern underdog story. Um, you know, White Man Can't Jump, like a quintessential sports comedy. The It's not about the games at all, but it's a it's it's more like a character-focused thing. Like that... That was a big one. Um, I thought about Moneyball. Uh, I thought about Sugar. Um, I, you know, I feel like I talk about Sugar all the time. But my my top five, uh, number five would be Tin Cup, and I I couldn't. I, I struggle with number five the most. Like what to what to wrap the list with, and just a couple of things in in this one's favor. Of one, it, it's Shelton and Costner. That's two Hall of Famers. It's the best professional golf or golf in general has ever looked on a screen it's such an accomplishment and it's such a mark of how how a professional sporting event should be done like how you build drama I think and like how you it doesn't give you it doesn't like baby you on the rules of golf I think it doesn't you know it doesn't like doesn't have like an obvious narrator explaining all these things it kind of it gives you a little credit for how much you know it explains the things you need to know about why this matters uh what you know why why certain shots matter or where he's at in the tournament it's just it's just a master class and, and that's where doing this this show has really made me appreciate like how precise that movie is um number four is major league i think major league is the best sports comedy ever made it's still really really funny it still gets the baseball the sports right Major League is just excellent. Like it is first ballot Hall of Fame. It is the the perfect sports comedy because it's still it's been over thirty years. It's still really funny. The baseball looks good. The you care about the team. It does a good job of spreading out the characters and it has lasted. It it is the impact in its sport is still relevant. So I think that's that's why it's really important. Number three is dodgeball. Dodgeball is the pure comedy. Just I love dodgeball. I think dodgeball is it's it's the best spoof of the genre i think because that, that's what it really is like dodgeball is a spoof of a major league an underdog story it's a spoof of, of rocky in some ways uh you you know really simple plot you need fifty thousand dollars very conveniently priced uh priced prize to to get the gym back 
you enter a dodgeball tournament and it's a, you know, it's Vaughn and Stiller at their peaks. Great character actors are great. Uh, character comedy folks, uh, Stephen Root in that. Um, dodgeball is, is just where it's at. Uh, number two, everybody wants some. I don't really have a good reason for this. I just think it's it's the perfect the perfect movie about athletes. It's not about the sports. It's not about the games. I think that's where where that one hits. It's like it's a it's a masterclass in in team building and what being on a team is like. And that that's why I think that one matters. So including this in the list of a sports movie without the sports. One good sports scene, but it's it's perfect. And number one, I don't even feel like I have to to say it, but I will. It's Bull Durham. It's the best sports movie ever made. It's perfection. It drops you into 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 Ron Shelton's career, career minor leaguer. Drops you into this world that he knows so well. It's clear he knows it so well. This movie was so good, so beloved that it, it helped out the actual business of minor league baseball. And that's all that needs to be said. Costner, Shelton, Robbins, Sarandon, perfect movie. Uh, Bull Durham, the the number one sports movie everyone should see at least once. That was a a great question, a great one to end it on, and I am I'm so appreciative of the patrons who contributed to this. Again, I am I've saved this post. I do want to do this again. Maybe bring on someone to to run through all of these at some point. Do do it with a guest because I'd imagine the the beginning of this episode with Danny went a lot better than just me. But thanks again to all the patrons who contributed, to anyone who listened to this all the way through. We're going to be back next Monday. Uh, me, Caroline, maybe Alex, we're going to be talking Mighty Ducks. Thanks to the patrons. Hat tip to them for, for voting on that one. If you enjoyed this episode of Big Screen Sports, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Rate and leave a review for an Apple podcast. And if you want to support the show, if you want to participate in future episodes like this, go to patreon.com slash bigscreensports, support the show. And we'll see you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.